Well Within Reach is brought to you by Riverside MyChart, your simple, secure, and confidential online health connection. With just a click, Riverside MyChart lets you stay well connected to the same information your doctor sees. You can request prescription refills, pay your bills, schedule your next appointment, and more. Manage your care from your laptop, tablet, or phone. Whether for yourself, your kids, or the grandparents, MyChart makes your busy life just a little easier. Learn more and enroll today at RiversideMyChart.org. Just another way to stay well connected from Riverside Healthcare. Riverside Healthcare puts the health and wellness information you need well within reach. And today on the podcast, we are joined by Michelle Stauffenberg. Michelle is a respiratory therapist at Riverside. Michelle, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Glad you could join us. And today we're going to be talking about smoking cessation and how important it is not to smoke. Yes. Not be around smoke and, and the health benefits of that. Yes. But let's first start with your background. You've been at Riverside for maybe 32 years Which in June. It's hard to believe you've been working that long. You must have started as a child. <laughs> uh, but in that time, always in the area of respiratory? Yes. All, all 31 years I've been working in respiratory therapy. And originally from? Where I'm from Mantino. So the area. I've lived there my whole life and yeah. still live there. My husband grew up there as well. Yeah. And our kids now have grown up there. And so it's been a great Great community to to live in. Very connected to the community. That's Mm -hmm. wonderful. And how is it that you got into respiratory therapy and that kind of work? I um, am a severe asthmatic, and I have been my entire life. And I remember going to the emergency room as a kid. Mm -hmm. And as I got a little older, thinking, this is what I want to do. I want to give breathing treatments. And so right out of high school, I went to Kankakee Community College and through the respiratory program and became a respiratory therapist, and I got hired at Riverside, and I've worked here ever since. Wow, all in that same area. Mm-hmm. But but as we were talking uh, before we started on uh, with the podcast, you mentioned, even with, although it's all been in respiratory, a lot of different things mm-hmm. you've been able to do. Yeah, it's been it's really been a, I consider it a blessing. It's been really neat to be able to do a lot of different things, and I have a real passion because I have a lung disease, and I've been able to help a lot of people in different areas, in different ways to to manage their lung disease. Oh. I've done an asthma education program. We just recently did a program with in pediatrics. I've been able to do pulmonary function testing, uh, work, you know, work on the floor. And mm-hmm. currently I'm also working in the lung cancer screening program. So it's been neat to do different things um, within the field, but mm-hmm. be able to help people with a disease, with lung disease, which I can relate to. Sure. Yeah. Breathing is important. Yeah, it's people, very important. People need to breathe. There's yes. no, no and, doubt about you know, about that. Also, when you're struggling to breathe, it can be very... um. It's taxing emotionally, yeah. physically, and, and I, I feel like I have that compassion because yeah. I know what that feels like. Yeah. So yeah. I'm happy to help people because it can be it can be really hard yeah. to struggle with it. Whether in water or any time you, you're <laughs> unable to breathe or you have that feeling of, oh my gosh, I'm not going to mm-hmm. be able to breathe. It is a panic-inducing thing. So I can imagine if folks that struggle with that really, there are, oh, you said, emotional issues along with the physical there component is. of it. And you mentioned the, the going as a child going to the ER because mm-hmm. um, so that is do some is some of your time or there are respiratory therapists that get called to the ER at times when there are patients that need that, oh, need that yes. help in the ER? All the time, especially when I was on the floor. I mean, when, when a respiratory therapist who works on the floor in the hospital, we are in the emergency room a lot of the time yeah. for people with asthma and different lung disorders, giving them breathing treatments and yeah. You know, drawing arterial blood yeah. gases, things like that. Yeah, and so, it could yes. be a traumatic incident that causes breathing issues too. I'm sure. Oh yeah. ER sees that. Oh yeah, definitely that. Um, you know, illness, pneumonia, yeah. um, chronic illnesses, asthma, COPD, yeah. um, RSV for children. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of different 
areas and different reasons that we treat deaf people for sure. having a hard time breathing. Yeah. And as we said, we've established breathing is very important, mm-hmm. yet there's something that people do that causes them breathing difficulties, but they continue to do it, mm-hmm. and that, of course, is smoking. Yes. And um, smoking cessation is something that we offer, that is offered at mm-hmm. Riverside. Talk a little bit about that program mm-hmm. and um, and how important it is. We At Riverside, we actually offer a, um, a Freedom from Smoking program. Um, it's a program that we offer twice a year. Um, it's, it's a support group, um, which is really neat. And I've really enjoyed, I've, I've been a freedom for smoking facilitator for about eight or nine years now. And at first I thought, well, maybe I won't be good at it because I've never smoked because I have asthma. I've always mm. been sick, yeah. but I bring my dad along who actually finally quit smoking and struggling with COPD. And he's fantastic to share. He can really relate to what they're feeling and I can relate to what they might feel like if they don't quit. Yeah. Because I know what it feels like to maybe short of breath. But we offer that program, and it's a really neat program. Um, the first three weeks, we prepare to quit. Week four, we quit. And the last three weeks, we support each other. Yeah. And it's been very successful. So we offer that. Um, we also, as an inpatient, if you're at Riverside, um, somebody will go up and talk talk with you about freedom from smoking, give you information. Um, if you're going into pulmonary rehab, we follow up with that as well. Um, we do have the lung cancer screening program, and we, we heavily talk about um, smoking cessation there. I do follow-up calls with everyone I see to see how they're doing, see yeah. if there's anything else we can do for you, give them additional resources to yeah. help them because this is um it's an addiction. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a very thorough program. Yes, we do. We try really hard to help people. Yeah. I love the name of it, Freedom from Smoking. Yep. It has more of a positive, yes. goal-oriented kind of name as opposed to just quitting, which is right. important. But the, the just the word choice makes Freedom. it. Freedom. Yeah. And I, I love when people actually quit and I can say to them, you are a non-smoker. And yeah. even if it's been two days, they're like, I am. I'm like, you are. Yeah. You know, so it's really been a neat, I've enjoyed it. And we get really close for those eight weeks yeah. and we celebrate at the end. Our class gets to choose their celebration. We've gone to different restaurants and you really feel a Sitting connection. Sitting in the smoke-free section. Yeah, yes. There, there isn't a smoke-free section anymore because now in Illinois anyway, there's no, no smoking, Thankfully. which is great. Has been been a blessing, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very thankful. For, like for people like me, I'm so thankful I can go and, you know, not have to be around that. Yeah. So, yes. Um so there's a celebration when, when everybody's done mm-hmm. and, and do you, do you track the success rate? I'm, I'm sure like with any addictive behavior, you quit, but some people fall off the wagon, so to speak, and, and get back to it. And, and it may take a few times before they're finally mm-hmm. successful for the long haul. Do you find that? Yes, you? definitely. And we do try to track. And actually, it's interesting when I've talked to past people from my classes, they really want us to do a follow-up program. Mm-hmm. So we've actually talked about that. And I think we might be implementing something like that. For anyone who's came through the program, they can maybe once a month or every other month we meet and continue to support each other because that is key because um, nicotine, I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself no. here, but nicotine is a highly addictive substance. Mm-hmm. It's It's been, I've what I've read, it's been up, it's up there with heroin and cocaine and people mm-hmm. think, oh my gosh, but it is. Yeah. It passes the blood brain barrier in 10 seconds. So it's it's not just oh someone doesn't have willpower right. or someone it's a bad habit it is an addiction and I and when I went through the program to get certified I really gained a real compassion for people because it's an addiction and you yeah. know a lot of people didn't know, they don't know that when right. they start yeah well you know with that thought in mind how is it that you start when people first start the program what is it you do to help them kind of get a, get a handle on it and, and set the path for them to be able to quit because it is so difficult. Um, we talk a lot about um, 
what do you, we, we take three weeks to prepare. Mm-hmm. So we talk about what, what do you think um, triggers you? What do you think causes you? We have ch- something called track packs and they fill them out and they, when they smoke, they put, am I happy? Am I sad? Am I stressed? And you would think people would know that, but they really don't until they really consciously look at it. Mm-hmm. So we help people figure out why am I smoking? What triggers me to smoke? Um, what are my fears of quitting? Um, what are my motivations to quit? Family, people I love, I want to be here. That's the big one, mm-hmm. my health. Um, but finances, it's become very expensive. Yeah. So people, um, we talk about what are you going to do with the extra money? And people plan vacations or want to buy a car or things like that. So we really prepare, but we really talk a lot about it's a we it's a three link three chain link addiction. It's it's physically. It's socially and it's emotion. It's it's emotional or mental. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really try to dig deep as to what's causing you to to do this. But we know the physical addiction at this point is what's really driving yeah. it. But what triggers it? Yeah. In those first three weeks, is there something you're doing to help with the physical component? Is there is there something you can do to prepare to quit physically that's going to help? better the odds you're going to be able to do it. We talk in depth about medications and different nicotine replacement programs. Um, nicotine is highly addictive, but also in tobacco, there's over 4,000 carcinogenics in the tobacco. So we, uh, yes, we ultimately want to be tobacco and nicotine free, but if nicotine replacement will help the person be able to stop the tobacco, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So we talk about patches, and I've seen a lot of success with that, gum, um, we talk about, um, there's different inhalers, nose inhale. We talk all about that. And then there's also pre- prescription medications that they can go and talk to their mm. physician, like Shantex and Wellbutrin. There's different medications that do something in the brain to help prevent the urge. Yeah. Um, so we, we have a whole section on that, that we talk about. We talk about it every week, but we really talk about it prior to. So, and then people make a decision. Is this something I want to do? So talking to your primary care provider Mm -hmm. is is part of the process. Yes. For anything. Even I even recommend if they want to get use some, you know, a patch or gum because, you know, nicotine can affect the blood pressure and um, the heart rate and things like that. And so we want to make sure that if you start on something that you're not starting with more nicotine than you already had. Mm. So we recommend having your primary care involved and then talking to a pharmacist maybe in regards to, okay, this is how much I smoke, which, where should I start with these over the counter things? Yeah. You mentioned the, the social component and family. Does, the, does family get involved? You mentioned you bring your dad. Uh, yes. Does family get involved? And, and I, I have to think that if they do, it's going to better, there's going to be better success rate if they've got loved ones who are helping them Definitely. as opposed to, hey, I want to keep smoking even if you're going to quit, which I'm sure comes up as well. Definitely. Um, Family's welcome to come. I've had a a few classes where a wife, a spouse will come. Um, Not a lot of times do they bring their family members, but they're always welcome to. And that is key because one of the things I find that's difficult is a lot of people say, well, my husband, my wife smokes. That's hard to quit mm-hmm. when someone else is still. Yeah. So if you can do it together and a lot of times, but I have had people bring their spouses and it's, it's very good. It's supportive. So yeah, I mean, fam, I think support is very important. That's why I think our program is effective because even if they don't have the support at home, they have each week to come together and share and they can all relate sure. that this is, I'm struggling. I've had people say, I feel like I'm losing my best friend. Mm-hmm. And then other people say, I know. You know, yeah. where someone who doesn't, hasn't been there doesn't get that. Yeah. But to have someone say, I, I get it. That's why I bring my dad because he can get it more than I can. Sure. Yeah. So now, I, I'm sure some people who have smoked a long period of time think, well, I've already done the damage. What's the point in quitting now? Mm-hmm. But there is a benefit. No matter when you choose to quit, there's still going to be health benefits to that. Is that correct? Definitely. And I actually brought a little sheet. Carl, that I'd like to refer to because sure. I hear that all the time. I've smoked for 50 years. It's too late and it's not. And you will get health benefits within 20 minutes 
after you quit. In 20 minutes, your heart rate and your blood pressure drop. In eight hours after quitting, carbon monoxide level drops in your blood and oxygen level in the blood increases to normal. Um, 48 hours, nerve endings start to regrow. The ability to smell and taste gets better. I mean, so very quickly things improve because... What one thing we teach in the freedom from smoking class is smoking is not a normal state. Yeah. And so your body um, is trying to always get back to normal. So quickly it will try to yeah. once you've quit. Um, and then like, I don't know if you want me to go on, but there's two weeks, you know, one month. Sure. I mean, up to 10 years. So, I mean, at, you know, after, yeah. after so many years, you are almost at the same risk as a non-smoker yeah. for certain diseases. So all those benefits when you quit almost makes you want to start smoking just so I can quit. <laughs> so you can have, have a benefits. lower blood pressure. That probably doesn't make a lot of sense though. To, <laughs> no, to do not start, yeah. Carl. <laughs> well, one of the things you mentioned also was our uh, Riverside has a lung cancer screening program. Yes. Talk a little bit about that. It's a fantastic program. It is a free program. I'll say it again, free, because nothing's free. Right. And um, you, and you do not need a physician order. You can um, you can refer yourself here. And if you've been, if you are a current or past smoker, um, depending on the different, I think it's thirty days, uh, one pack a day or more. But like I said, I don't know all the yeah, exact thirty pack years. I think is the term yeah. they use, which means yes. a pack a day for thirty years. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's one pack a day, or two packs a day for fifteen years, Correct. or some combination. Mm-hmm. There is math involved, but yeah. some combination like that. So if you smoke for a period of time, um, then the, the the testing is free to you. Then you're eligible. And, and don't don't get hung up on what we just said. I mean, call if you if we will let you know if you think that that's something you want to do. Call and try to make an, make an appointment, and we yeah. will let you know if you're eligible. But, yes, you come and you get a free lung CT. Yeah. And then if you're a current smoker, you also get a free pulmonary function screening for COPD as well. Mm. And so that's been – that's and that's what I do, Carl. Yeah. So that's been really um, a neat thing to be a part of. Sure. And then, of course, we always – we follow up afterwards with everybody to see if we, there's anything we can do to help them yeah. in becoming smoke-free. And as I understand the program, they test for three years. So they'll yes. see if there's, if there's something they can monitor it and, mm-hmm. and, and see if it's something that – then in turn you go on to, to get taken care of. Yes, sometimes they'll find a, like a nodule, very, very small, and they'll just follow it and it becomes nothing. Sometimes, you know, everything's fine. And then sometimes we do find things, but by catching it early, yeah. um, lung cancer, I mean, we come a long way and yeah. there's, you know, a good survivorship. So catching yeah. it early. So that's why we do it and it's free. Well, such a huge benefit to catch those things mm-hmm. early. Well, Michelle, if somebody hears this and they, and they want to take some action, how can they contact you? What should they do? Um, they could, if they want to call and schedule, um, to, for the lung cancer screening program, they could, should I give the number? Yeah, absolutely. They can call 815-935-7531 is our outpatient scheduling department. Give that again. 815-935-7531. I hope I gave the right number, Carl. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, they can call and get information and get scheduled. They could always call our respiratory care department for information, 815-935-7517. Any of the respiratory therapists would be happy to talk more about our programs. And there's information on the Riverside website about all that as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is. And um, and you could even call the main hospital and say, I want to talk to somebody about freedom from smoking. They'll connect you. Yeah. So there's, there's lots of ways, and we are here to help because definitely, you know, smoking is the number one cause of emphysema. Mm. So it's so important to help people. And not only is it just the lungs, it affects every organ in the body. Nicotine narrows the blood vessels to every organ. So it's not just your lungs, it's your whole body. And we want to really help you be the healthiest you can be so you can enjoy your life and enjoy your family. And, you know, so we're really, we have a mission for this right now. We really do. That's great. Um, 
Well, we appreciate you coming today and sharing all the information. Is there something else you want to yeah. mention? There might be one more thing. Sure. Um, a couple other things. There's an Illinois quit line okay. that is a fantastic resource. Um, you call there and you get a coach. And I've heard it's amazing. And I heard the coach is available almost 24-7 for wow. you. And you can do it from the convenience of your home. Mm -hmm. And they also, I've heard if you stay connected to their program, that they will send you free gum nicotine gum or patches okay i like that idea yeah so free gum Who and i can give the gum? phone number as well for that feel, yeah, absolutely. 1-866-QUIT yes 1-866-QUIT yes which is 1-866-784-8937 but it is a fan fantastic program um that that i've heard a lot of people have really enjoyed and it's not intimidating because you can just do it from home and call you don't have to go somewhere right if you're you have a busy schedule you could still make a quick phone call and talk sure. to your coach yeah. so there are a lot of resources available yes. so if someone is uh, is struggling with quitting there are a lot of options for them to, yes. to look into and even something just to mention a lot of people that i follow up with they say okay yes i've cut back I, I smoked 20 cigarettes a day. I'm going to do 15 for two months. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to do 10 for two months. And I just want to stress that even cutting back matters. Yeah. So, and you know, another thing we teach in our freedom from smoking class is if you've been smoking for 30 years, you've practiced that addiction, that habit a lot. So even if you've tried to quit smoking in the past and you haven't been successful, it's okay. It's going to take practice. Right to quit as well. Yeah. So even if you if you weren't successful, I think about okay, what triggered that or what caused me to relapse and do it again. Don't give up because the this could be the time that you are able to to beat it. Yeah. So don't give up. I would really want to encourage hope that you can. Millions and millions of Americans have quit smoking. Yeah. And and you can too. Yeah. Um and we're here to help. For very, sure. Very good. Well, Michelle, we appreciate you coming by. Michelle Stauffenberg, respiratory therapist at Riverside. Thanks for sharing all that great information. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me.